This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to another, another episode of the Rum Runners Podcast. <laughs> On to the next one. <laughs> On to the next one. On to the next one. On to the last one. What the fuck was that? I'll take a sip of my alcohols. Action. You don't tell me action. On to the next one. On to the intros. Are we going to count down? You want to join us in our normal thing? We can to, have a three-person harmonic. You want me to do that again after you, you the want, last you, three times? You want a countdown? What we do is we say... Welcome back to another episode of the Rum Runners podcast. That's all you got to say. And as soon and as soon as his weird count, he counts weird. So just follow our lead. <laughs> so, so we all come in and go, welcome back to another episode of the Rum Runners podcast. Yep. Yep. Okay. It's sometimes he says it's super fast to try to like break up the speed. So it's I don't I, I only raced you the last time and I won. That's he's 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 an interesting case. <laughs> That's funny. It's very interesting. You case. can let's, count down, but use that let's, hand. Let's do it. Okay. Five. That's messed up. Four. Welcome, Welcome back, back to another, another episode of the Rum Runners, Runners podcast. podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Kyle, and we are joined today by by, an, by another Jared. By another Jared. <laughs> <laughs> we have all off. I was gonna do the thing. I'm prepared. I'm like, I know You're my gonna line. Do it. You're I gonna know do my it. line. You're gonna get to it. We're gonna get to it. It's two Jareds and a Kyle today, and we're back to talk about Jared, this is not weird me. Porno. <laughs> two Jareds and a Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> it's called Kyle's One Night in Jared. France. Do this again. That one didn't shake. What? When you put down your middle finger, did it shake? No, I mean it does. It does weird things sometimes. It's nerves. But uh, we're going to be talking about Jared. All things Jared, not me, Jared. Jared, 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 Jared with one Jared. R, one one R, Jared. Um, and not also, <laughs> then we're going to be jumping into the weirdest and funniest news from all over the internet. We read the clickbait, so you don't have to. Kyle's upset because I messed up his whole flow. So, Jared. Why don't not me, Jared? Why don't you introduce yourself, Jared? You don't need to say not me. I do it every <laughs> single time. This is probably one of the only times where you have to deal with another Jared. This yeah, is, this, there's not a lot. No. Of next next episode, we have so not have another Kyle. No, I can't have more than one Kyle. <laughs> there are no other Kyles, but there's so many Jareds. <laughs> so, not I didn't really feel that way years ago, but if, I do feel like they're populating. There, it's there's getting more and more of yeah. us. Absolutely. There was a time we worked together. There was like four at the same time. It was real fun. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, so my name is Jared Haas. I am the uh, writer and director of The Retailer uh, coming out in, uh, well, it's debuting at the Roxy, Northampton, Pennsylvania on December 11th, 2021. Yep. So we have our website, www.theretailerfilm.com, where you can get your uh, tickets to the premiere if you're interested. And you can also, uh, you know, get all the information. You can look at the trailer, all the good stuff, get the background on it. But yeah. 
definitely. Yep. Thanks and for having special, me on the show. Special for our listeners also because he 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 went above and beyond. Like most guests are like just, you know, pimp out my stuff. But Jared took it to another level. And for our listeners, if you enter the promo code RUMRUNNERS, and you guys should know how to spell that. You're listening to our podcast. Um, but if you don't know how to spell it, look at your phone. Or R-U-M-R-U-N-N-A-S. All capitals. You said you can enter it if you order through the site. You Once it asks you for a promo code, you do that. 30% off. Percents. 30% off. 30 persons off. 30 people. He will remove 30 people from the movie (laughs) just for you. (laughs) There will be one person in this movie. That's it. It'll be, he'll completely re-edit it. Be a one man cast. (laughs) But yeah, so it's, it's going to, it's going to be a fun time. Um, so why don't we get started? Um, you, you mentioned you're a film, uh, maker. What, what made you kind of start wanting to do that? Oh my God. When I was a young kid, we used to mess around and, and uh do you know make films of just small things like you know your boys and you're making army films and that kind of stuff yeah. and then you know action and um for a while blowing up your gi joes yeah blowing up your gi joes right and, you know um to stop animation and that kind of cool stuff and oh wow uh, you took it really far yeah yeah yeah, yeah but just interesting yeah Jared, uh, you didn't just go to Kutztown for three months and pretend like he was gonna make movies one day <laughs> That's what another Jared does. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> so, uh, interesting. I, I'm a Custon alumni. So, yeah. Yeah, you finished. Yeah, I, yeah. Another Jared did not. <laughs> so, another Jared went to, to Shorty's too many times. <laughs> it's great bar. It's a great yep. bar. Yep. So, um, but, yeah, um, just kind of started when I was younger. I was just inspired by doing that kind of stuff and getting it on tape for some reason. Mm. You know, um, I love storytelling. Um, loved uh, just just watching films and and, i mean i know a lot of people have seen so many films and they're all film buffs and things like that i Mm. happen to be somebody like i have like a a bunch of films that i love and i watch them over and over and over again you like what you like you just like what you like absolutely and um but yeah just just trying to get out there and do certain things i never wanted to be this like big star or anything like that from that was actually gonna be the the next thing that i asked because like because a lot of people that become creatives and and you know behind the camera, mm-hmm. it started off with the I want to be the center of attention. No, because it's a completely different landscape. Because we when you're creative behind it, it's really tough to get yourself in front of the camera. However, yeah, like and then be that main person. So, however, I will tell you, I, I am a firm believer. Like as a filmmaker, to try and if you can insert yourself somehow into your own story. To yeah. do that, you want to put yourself in that your own universe so you understand how the people that are working for you or like in front of the camera, yeah, how they're feeling. You it, know, where they where they say some of the best directors are also at one time actors. Right, right. Absolutely. Because if you really understand what you're asking someone to do, like if you if you can really step into their shoes for a while because you've done it before, it makes it a, a better environment. You know what to ask for and what's too much at that point. Absolutely, and I do make a brief cameo in this film, and but I you will Peter t- Jackson it. Uh, Peter Jackson, <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you, uh, you know, I I'm definitely I definitely put, didn't put myself in a situation where I'm the spotlight of any sorts. You know, like yeah. there's a lot of talented people in this film, mm-hmm. and some even acting for the first time and just out of being natural just yeah. um, um, did an amazing job and really just put it together so um but yeah from f- like the biggest thing for me as just like trying to put together a film or even past projects or college projects mm-hmm. or something like that is like you got to finish so yeah. you you always have to finish and um otherwise you know it's not you know 
it, what what is it? It's nothing unless you finish. You're you True. know you know you're trying to sell a product or you're trying to get people to believe in you. You always got to finish. Yeah. So, what yeah. you got to do though is you what you got to do is write a movie and then give it to like your best friend and then then he'll cast you as the star of the movie. <laughs> you got to quit Tarantino and Roger Rodriguez it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Which which uh, one of my favorite films of all time, Dust Till Dawn. Oh, Dust Till Dawn. That, that was the exact reason I said there that. You <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's exactly what I may think of. And, um, you know, uh, a lot a lot of good films um, that, that they did. But, I mean, I know a lot of people talk about, like, Tarantino's latest films and, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, but, like, I think about that film years ago in 96, I think. So, yeah, that one's that just back there. Great film. Great film. And, um, but yeah, so that, that's kind of, that's kind of what inspired me. Like younger, just trying to put things together, sequences. Mm-hmm. I also did, um, um, I have a black belt um, in Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. And I know when I was doing a lot of, of that sort of stuff. Kyle's looking at me because I, I, I did Taekwondo and I also didn't finish. <laughs> He's just like, this is a Jared that apparently that extra R weighs, weighs you down. Plus. <laughs> it weighs you down. It stops you from doing all the things that you dream of when you're when you're younger. I'm going to get a new co-host for a podcast. <laughs> less, um, less consonants. Um, but I, I had a buddy of mine that we, we studied together and, and we always used to do uh, like stunts and things like that and yeah. like like sequences that we'd perform in front of like like for demos for for people at like shows when we were trying to like advertise the, you know, the, the martial arts academy that, yeah. you know, that we were both in and. Um, but it was neat that that kind of stuff was always fun to choreograph. And at one point I wanted to be in stunts. I wanted to be a stunt actor and yeah. I wanted to do choreography. And so like on a lot of my films, like, you know, or things that we do, I try and choreograph some kind of action sequence or yeah. whatever. Did you, you know? have a similar reaction to me? Cause I wanted to be a stunt man when I was a kid. <laughs> and then when Jackass came out, I was like, Oh, this makes it no fun anymore. Like right. I did not have the same reaction. It didn't like it. I was like, I have been doing dumb stuff my whole life. I'm 12, which is a long time. <laughs> all 12 years. All 12 years of my life. And I was like, this show, these are posers, poser grownups. Right, right. Which, I mean, honestly, I, I enjoyed watching that just for the, the humor. Yeah. Uh, but I will tell you, then social media really got big and everybody started their own jackass channel. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's just, now it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of outdated. It's, it's, it's shelf life is very short now. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't it's, take it's a lot to fall downstairs. It doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it takes a lot to fall downstairs and then uh, then go do something else. Afterwards. Not when you're on crack. <laughs> they were all on drugs. Crack's a hell of a drug, man. <laughs> but it's interesting that you that you you started out, you know, well, one just wanting to create. I mean, that's I feel like a lot of you know, I I was there, Kyle was there. We you know, we we all had that that uh, that bug to just be like, I want to make stuff that people like. And that people can see, mm-hmm. and then you went to stunts, which is that that's that's a that's because I went to acting, like I did I did I did theater and stuff like that. Never thought about stunts, even though I loved action more than anything else. Stunts was the last thing that I thought about, just because I was like, that looks like it's gonna hurt, and I don't want to get hurt uh-huh. in the slightest. It's 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 interesting, and I mean, it really, it really takes a lot to act. It really yeah. does. You you really got to be committed to it. You have to, um, you have to be well aware of that you can get rejected, and you can mm-hmm. be one of the greatest actors in the world and, and try out for something, and you're like, yeah, no, yeah, you, you know, and 
Um, it's a hard it, field. It, it's a hard field. Um, I think one of the things that actors can struggle with is relevancy. They're, they're, mm. that, that's like a big fear of theirs that they have to stay relevant. Yeah. Um, even especially I, female actors. Yeah, absolutely. So as, as that's, the, that's actually ironic. I was just listening to a, like an interview with Lawrence Fishburne. It was just talking about the new Titanic and how he's not involved. But one of the, the things was, was how Matrix? He, he regret. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> We're drinking again. <laughs> that's people. real weird. That's a, that's a weird one. We brought the rum back to rum runners he, and look what happens. He was talking about how he turned down Pulp Fiction and how he regretted that. But then he beat out Sam Jackson for the Matrix. Yeah, that's yeah. And Sam Jackson's been every other film, you know, yeah. so like, well, he has that clause where it's yeah. like if you can afford him. Yeah. He'll be in your movie. Right. Which, hey, keep that in your back pocket. Right. Snakes on a plane. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think um, relevancy is a big thing for actors. Mm. Um, and at one time, we, I actually, uh, two friends of mine and I went out to Los Angeles. Uh, it was back in t- 2003. We took a, we actually went out there to take some acting classes. Mm. Um, we, and just to see what it would be like. Yeah. And so we studied uh, for a week with um, actor Bruce Glover, who is, he's approaching 90, but uh, if you guys are friends or are fond of the James Bond series. Okay. So um, uh, he was in Diamonds Are Forever as mm-hmm. Mr. Wint, if you've ever watched that. He's also in Chinatown. He was, uh, oh. He, oh, okay. he would co-star with um, uh, Jack Nicholson. He yeah. played uh, Dodie, if you like Chinatown. Um, he's done a bunch of different uh, TV and whatnot, but he's also the father of Crispin Glover, if you know Crispin Glover. Yes. yes. So, yes. So, um, you know, so who had quite a career himself. So, uh, but we studied for a week with him and it was hard. It was really hard, you know. Did you do a lot of yes and? Yeah. A lot of improv work and things. Along well, those so this is, I, I will tell you what I got out of that class is not how, like how to be a better actor was how to be a better filmmaker and have build better relationships with actors mm-hmm. because so, you know, I had a script at one point and you know, I'm so concentrated on trying to memorize what's being said. Yeah. And I mean, everything, but when I was when I was trying to do this, I felt I was very robotic, was, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I, it wasn't natural. And I remember Bruce saying, don't be so script whipped. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you're so concentrated yeah. on that. But like, don't be so script whipped. And so that is the biggest takeaway I took away from that week, because now when we direct, you know, when I direct a talent, you know, I have a script. And we have a, a general uh, a general basis. My chair attacked me. <laughs> I have, we we have a general basis of what needs to be said in that script. But you know, maybe the way I wrote it is not necessarily the way the, the best act- way. Yeah, the best way the yeah. actor would say it. As long as we get our point across and it makes sense in how it's being delivered, yeah, it works. So I've had multiple instances in in the film we shot where that you know main actor or you know somebody else had said to me, hey. Do you mind if I say it this way? Yeah. And uh, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, that works. Do it because yeah. it's going to be more natural. And for you them. wrote the retailer. I right? did. I did. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, so, depending on the actor, sometimes they don't even need the script. Look at Bill Murray. That's like, true. Was yeah. it like half his lines in like the Ghostbuster he wrote. Yeah. Right? Right. On the spot. Right. I mean, I, I when I when I took um, all the different drama classes and stuff like that, that I did one of the don't you don't you freaking snicker. So when I did that, one of the things that was uh, kind of taught to us was um, when you are acting, you are that character. 
And yeah. at the end of the day, if you are good enough that you become a character, then no one's going to know that character better than you. That includes the person who wrote it because they wrote it as a part of a whole. Right. And you as an actor are living it as just that. Right. You're not thinking about the world. You're not thinking about how other actors are going to you know, react to you. You're thinking about what makes sense for me as this person to do it. And sometimes that, that, that gets a lot of a, a more natural visceral reaction than someone just, you know, writing it down that was thinking about, Oh, I need to get to this scene. I have a line in mind that I want to get to these words will get to it better. So that, that's, that's something that I learned back in, back in high school. I had a really great drama teacher that, that, that taught us to really, you know, think about a role as part of you and that you are them and to not really be beholden fully to what's written down because even if you do say the words, the, like say the exact same words, you can still say it differently to really bring life to a script. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Your teacher told you that because you have a bad personality. Look at Eric Bana. <laughs> Eric Bana is always Eric Bana. And that's a really dated reference because I don't think he makes <laughs> movies yeah. anymore. No one, no one knows Eric Bana <laughs> No one cares about that Hulk. It's just been a I, long I time say, since I, I've made fun of Eric I, I, Bana for something. I think he was in the Hulk and didn't he do uh, a Superman movie? What am I thinking of? Yeah, he was some know. weird he alien guy. He stopped making movies soon after the Yeah, Hulk. He, he made a few really bad choices in a row. Right, right. I could name other actors that are just themselves, but Eric yeah. Bana, it's he just loves, been a long time he since I made fun of on him. Eric Bana. It's like a recurring thing. Right. Him him and uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg's always just sad and confused. You do no matter not what the mess movie with Marky Mark, Marky Mark or his Funky Bunch. Listen, <laughs> listen no matter how, how much of a comedy he's in, he's still sad and confused true i just watched spencer confidential for the first time today i enjoyed it but i was like did he yeah. do a lot of what yeah there's a lot <laughs> there's a lot of it <laughs> not gonna not gonna even lie all right should we get on to the first one should we go on to the did you have do you have anything else about anything else do you think was important to your journey that brought you to where you are let's go let's say that you're gonna you're gonna have highs and lows in anything you do so mm. you can't so you can't let you know, something get in your way and then be like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I can't, uh, I can't finish. You know, you got to figure a way around it. Like this pandemic. I'm being judged hard <laughs> right now. This, this is like Jared if Jared wasn't in a cage. Because it is. <laughs> like that Jared's in a cage. This is fun. <laughs> this Jared did the things that Jared wanted to do. <laughs> man, man. I, I gotta love it. So you're gonna have hurdles, and um, either this pandemic was a huge hurdle. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, this is gonna get shut down. Mm. You know, even in that's initial- actually a great question. How did you? How did you film through it, gorilla style? I was um, gonna say, yeah. So, was there a lot of like really weird gorilla style no, things? No, or? so we we had um, we had we started filming in in November of 2019. Mm. We had a couple shoots. And my original plan was to be done. We were going to be wrapped principal production in like April of 2020. Yeah. So, you know, so we ended up filming, I think we had like four or five shoots between mm. November and then like December and then into January. And then that's when things like started to get really weird. Mm. And um, 
Yeah, because I mean, when you first started filming, it was it was to the point where people were yeah. still milking jokes about it. Right, right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, this stuff's first. going on in China and blah blah blah. You know, yeah. and then and boom, and it slowly, slowly starts to creep over. And then by March, man, we were done. So, yeah. um, you know, everybody went home. Nobody knew what was going on. Like, I had to cancel a couple shoots. You know, mm. we just we just didn't know. Right? Did you so, lose money? Because no, of it? No. Like, did you have anything that was paid for? No, I we didn't. Um, luckily, we've had a lot of partners that have been pretty forthcoming and saying, hey, yeah, you can shoot here. You can do yeah. this. You know, like we partner with them. Maybe, you know, come some kind of partnership deal. You know, like, so, uh, you know, we, we didn't really lose anything. Mm-hmm. We lost time. Yeah, time. Um, and, you know, one of the things like, you know, you, you're trying to you're trying to lead a team. So it's it's more than just being a director and you know, filmmaker. You're like, you got to make sure you're keeping people in the mix and keeping people pumped up because you got a bunch of people who are worried. And now you're in this pandemic where, you know, so there's some people, let's be honest, like some people are not, you know, like, Hey, you know, this is just a hoax, you know, at that time where people are, this is a hoax. And there's some people like, Oh, this is a real thing. Yeah. I mean, you, you gotta always uh, be on caution. Like you gotta prepare yourself no matter what you, what people think, you know? So, and that's really what it is, you know, wearing masks and things like that. And we took the absolute precautions when we Mm. went into that, we didn't pick up production again until I believe August of that year in the interim, because we've had other things shot. Mm-hmm. We went into post and then started doing some of the some rough cuts and things like yeah. that and started to get some of this together. Not only because we want to see what this is like, what this is looking like, but we also want people we wanted people to know it's like, hey, this is this is still happening. This is still happening. Yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna stop. But then, you know, when we went into um the, you know, when we finally like did our first shoot where we were, you know, like practicing COVID restrictions and, and that sort mm-hmm. of stuff people were wearing masks and that's and that stuff, like you know, we, we had, I would say about 40% of the film cut at that point, at least rough cut. Yeah. You know? Um, so, you know, like I said, you still got to keep momentum because if we would have just been like, well, we'll get back to it. Like that momentum would have died and that would have been the end of it. Yeah. So, What's interesting is you could have tied that into the film, like retail wearing masks. You just had- well, and, and here's the thing and yeah, that okay. But like, because we filmed out a sequence. Yeah. That's why I was thinking. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. The con you would run into all kinds of continuity things, but yeah. And that was another, which also had to be difficult because people changed their, people grew their hair out, their facial yeah. hair out. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, my, um, my, uh, like the store we shot in the hardware store we shot in, you know, at one point when we had to go back to it, they had shields up like glass shields mm-hmm. that people would stand in front of, you know, the, the block, and they didn't have that before. So we had to shoot around those sorts of things. Yeah. You know, the other things you got to think. Which is something you don't even think about. Right, right. So, and the other thing too is like this film takes place in the holidays. Like during the holiday mm-hmm. period. So um, there's one scene where there's, you know, you can see some Christmas trees in the background and things like that. And, you know, so um, when when we went back to that, we had to make sure that it still kind of felt holiday-esque. Yeah. And then you weren't, you know, like it wasn't Did like you summertime. have somebody on like on staff that like that was their job um, was to be like, make sure this is in the exact same fucking place. Well, we had a script supervisor who really kind of focused mm. on that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and then, I mean, as a director, you need to really look out for the continuity and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff as well. So, um, when you're working on a small budget film, it's really hard to have these extra people, these extra hands and doing like yeah. that. But I mean, for crew wise, I think we did pretty well. Uh, we, you know, we, we had about usually like on average, the lowest amount of people we had on our crew was like four or five people, but oh, wow. we've had as much as like nine or 10. That's skeleton crew at that yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, uh, um, a lot of our crew were, you know, younger 
people just trying to get some credits and, and coming out of college and things mm-hmm. like that. Fantastic people to work with. Just really fantastic and, and, and really cooperative and, and all wanted the same end goal, you mm-hmm. know. So kind of like we talked about, uh, you know, working long days and things like that. You talk about 16-hour days sometimes, 14 yeah. hours, 13 hours. But they're, they're gung-ho. They want to finish it because they're running on that adrenaline. And that's good. That's good, so, especially to get them young. Yeah, I, I have a question. Like, you don't have to answer it, but sure. like, if you want to, um, like, what, what was kind of the budget for? Like, what at least was most of it spent on? Um, so a lot of it was labor. Okay. Okay. So because a lot of people are like, well, you know, you think about like how many people are on your crew, and like, okay, well, like how much how much does it cost mm-hmm. for yeah. for certain people to be there? You know, um. Because um, you so, want to pay these people for their work. Well, I'm you, only asked. Yeah, I asked. I spoke with yeah. like another like like low budget type film person. Mm-hmm. He did not want to say how much he he spent, but they did it like uh, it, everything they did was more like guerrilla and like volunteer styles type stuff. I mean, certain. It's. I mean, we try to do our best to compensate somehow. Yeah. Like whether it was you know actors or or crew or something like do something. Whether you know. Um, did you ever pay people with food? I did that. I've for always a PA. paid people with food. <laughs> that's, that's how they, I did. They it. got food regardless. Yeah, now, how now, come I don't get tacos anymore, Jerry? Now, 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 <sighs> I set a really bad precedent when I did that. I got really good tacos one time, and now I gotta I gotta keep up. Apparently, now, now don't tell don't like I gotta tell you like it. Uh, sometimes they didn't always like the food, you know. Ah. But you know, free food's I, free food. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, um, so that's uh, he ended up doing stuff like that. You know, you do the best you can. You know. Yeah. Um, but it is a commitment. So, um, some people, you know, if they got anything, they definitely didn't get what they were probably should have been paid in the true profession of what yeah, they were yeah. doing. If what this was like doing. a bigger budget film, they definitely would have made more, but I mean, uh, absolutely. But they're also, you look try- at the environment at that point. Yeah. yeah. Right? And they're also trying to get experience too. And they, when they come into the situation, they know what it is. They don't show up that day. and like, Oh yeah, you're not getting paid. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Like it's, you know, we, we do that. We did the best we could with what we had. Yeah. Yeah. So. And the fact that he still paid people, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely okay. Cause there's a lot of filmmakers that, especially at lower budgets that are just like, Hey, who wants to volunteer their time? And that's the only people I'm going to work with. Right. Right. And, and, and that's tough. And like I said, like, you know, some of the actors gave their, gave their time and we tried to do something, you know, in compensation, you know, where there was a gift or something like that, you know, yeah. there was some kind of form of compensation that we did for people that participated, yeah. you That's know, cool. and, um, you know, but a lot of it too, like you're talking about like, Hey, what, what went into this budget? You know, a couple grand on equipment easily, Yeah. you know, just, just to start, you what'd know? you shoot on? Uh, so we show, uh, we shot on, um, a black magic. Uh, Ooh. you know, uh, pocket sin six K. Oh, wow. um, now we also used a Canon, but our, our output was 1080p. You know, mm-hmm. I understand there's no reason to go 4k. Yeah. I understand 4k is like, that's the big thing and everything, yeah. but like, man, you can't you, see, you it. can't see it. <laughs> yeah. In my opinion, you can't, you can't really see it. And as know? all of us that were working as electronics salesman at one point 1080p is the peak yeah that's what your eyes can see yeah and some people will even tell you that 1080p you can't even see but that's just you see vaguely around yeah that kind but of thing the nice thing about shooting in 4k or even 6k and it's only going to get worse so the big the nice thing about that is you have flexibility because yeah. you have all this information 
And if you need you to can crop punch in and post, you can punch in, you can crop things. So if you have a wide shot and you need to make it a medium shot, you can do that and you're not going to really lose any degradation. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it does have its capabilities yeah. and, um, so yeah, yeah, we, we storage had to be terrible. Storage, <laughs> yeah. storage is definitely terrible. You know, like, uh, we're going to download this footage and we'll see in two weeks, you know, <laughs> until it got all done, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, and again, yeah, we shot, we shot on uh, a black magic, um, you know, and, and we, when you're making, and I would call it, like you said, gorilla budget, you know, gorilla film making, you know, sometimes if, if, uh, a main contact of the location you're saying says, Hey, you know, Jared, you got like six hours to do this. Yeah. You know, people are like, Oh, that's a lot of time. Oh, not when you're making a film. It's not, not it really, it really is not like, Hey, you know, we've spent like 13, 14 hours in a, you know, at, at, at the store we were shooting in at some yeah, point. Just doing like two scenes. Yeah. And, and you're trying, and you're really trying to run and gun it. Yeah. You know, um, so, and you got to go in there with a plan because you know, the plan isn't always going to work, but you yeah. got to have somewhat of a plan. Yeah. So. Adaptability is really a big thing. We did like some little tiny, janky short film mm -hmm. and, uh, and yeah, they, everything that could go wrong went wrong. Mm -hmm. And then I we feel like had, a lot of that's blaming me. <clears throat> no, it's not just blaming you. A lot of it is, but some of, some of it wasn't your fault. But uh, we, we were expecting to have literally all day. Like we thought we were going to have like 12 hours uh -huh. and it turned out we had four hours. Okay. And that was for something that was five minutes long i have to ask you so what now we're going to turn this around i'm interviewing oh, you no. too oh, so no. what was this film about it, it was, oh, it I, was even, I was only in it it can't even be considered a film it was uh it was making fun of a part of my life where i was uh i was i had a really weak stomach and i would throw up at anything that looked disgusting and gotcha. it would it just ran with that concept of what if someone had the world's weakest stomach and anything that could vaguely be considered disgusting, they threw up on. Um, and then it was Kyle was the guy who was throwing up. And then I was his friend that went, how have I never known this about you? I need to do some tests and like watch what sets you off and what makes you throw up. And that was That's really great. it. That was Jared's goal. We started this. I was like, I don't want to do that. He was like wanting to make YouTube videos and stuff like we don't have time. I was yeah. working like 65 hours a week when we started. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I have one day to do stuff. <laughs> I was out of work. Kyle was basically always working. Yeah. And I was like, I have major dreams and And then lofty he would just goals. do ridiculous stuff. I'm like, I spent $1,200 on a camera today. I'm like, you had a camera. I'm like, I know. I'm like, but that camera was a bad camera. I also <laughs> spent $900 on microphones. I'm like, we have microphones. <laughs> There's a lot. I'm like, of I'm glad I'm not paying, but like, if this ever takes off, like, I'm gonna have to make rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is why we have Ryan now, because Ryan stops me from making spur of the moment purchases. Everything that's here, everything that's here that we're using right now, spur of the moment purchases. Not spur of the moment purchases. I asked him first. I asked him, and I listened. And there was a couple things that I wanted that There's he didn't only let like me buy. Seven microphones hidden throughout this house. <laughs> We are mostly media. We're mostly audio media now. It makes sense to have a lot of microphones. Two what if we cameras, had like three more people here? Two cameras, two recorders. Hey, backups. Seven hundred fifty SD cards. <laughs> That's just what it is to be a filmmaker. You have a whole bunch of stuff that you we might not ever. That you might yep. not ever need. You, you have a backup to a backup. Yeah, yeah. You know, for the just in case. Yeah. Except, how much time is on the SD card right now? Like seven hundred fifty years. 
That's for for audio. <laughs> for audio, we have we have. I I honestly don't even check anymore. I don't because I was like, oh, we have uh, we have seventy six hours. We have seventy six hours of audio, guys. So let's make sure that we get these podcasts done within seventy six hours. Can mm-hmm. we can we can we do that? Like I can I can technically just leave this recording all the time and just come back to it and start start talking if we really wanted to. This is actually how the podcast part started. Actually, it was just conversations for a while. Just a volley. Yeah, yeah I mean, nice then we realized Jared wasn't funny, so we had to come up with something else. And that's Let's where see. you got Turtle. No, no, no Turtle came no. in way, way no, later. He came in for spooky so stuff much and nerdy later. stuff. Yeah, yeah. When this all started, um, Turtle we, came because he was doing audio books, and I was like, hey, why we need Jared won't do spooky stuff with me. And he hates nerdy stuff. Yeah. Okay. So that's really what it turned out to be. Because we, we have like third. five or six other podcasts planned. It's just time and, and yeah. people. Yeah, we need to be making money off of this before we can we can put the amount of effort that we want to do. Because there's a lot of big things that we want to do. Like we have a three-year plan and we have a five-year plan. Um, the three-year plan is... It's starting us, to pick up now. It's, it's starting It's to, happening now. starting to. A lot of people are going to be hearing this. Like a lot a lot more people That's good. Uh, That's in awesome. the past week Then when we used to have listening. four listeners and we would just laugh about it. <laughs> Got to make three sure of you them subscribe. Were us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's gotten to the point where it's it's this is turning into... And I, I'm assuming you probably have felt this in, in just making films where it went from this is my hobby to oh this is a real thing yeah. like i have i have an audience i have i i have you know responsibilities to this thing like i we used to just go sometimes months like we went months without recording like yeah there was a lot of life that was you that happened in between there <laughs> but there there was also times where we would just be like you know what i'm not feeling it today yeah, right. and just not record. And right. we stop that. And we've gotten to the point where we're like, no, this is like he tells his wife. I tell, I tell you know my uh, my my daughter knows yep. Thursdays. It's I'm going to be working. Like this is even though I'm not making money off of it right now. This is what I want to do. Right. This is important. Right. And you know we have to to focus on it. So we're actually focusing on it like it's a career, right. no matter what. Yeah, and you have a commitment to, like you said, you have a commitment to your audience, especially yeah. if people are, you know, subscribing to your channel. Yeah. You know, they're they're going to be looking for Thank that you, every everybody. Thursday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're going to be like, hey, when you know when when's the next Rum Runners? I'm I'm looking for that next week. You yeah, know? especially everyone like, in Bulgaria and South yeah. Africa who listens to Dark Rum. <laughs> <laughs> thank so. you, Bulgaria. I'm not even on that show, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Bulgaria. We love yeah. you. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's really what you got to. What you what you got to focus on? You when did that happen for you? That you were like, this is this is something that is not just a hobby for me. That this is something that I, I legitimately want to do. Um, so I got out of this for a while. Be honest mm-hmm. with you, and it was when I was working in retail. Yeah. Um, and I had a. I mean, I always loved this, but like one of my first jobs out of out of uh, high school, or excuse me, uh, college. Um, I got to do some freelance and stuff for a show called Forensic Files. Um, I actually yeah. know Forensic yeah, Files. Yeah, so um, I've actually watched Forensic Files. <laughs> I've never watched it, um, but I know of it. I know it exists. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you get when you get to see your credit on 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 a, a, a hit TV show. That Are you on that IMDb? Definitely. I am on IMDb. Oh shit! And I always, that's legit. I, I am credited on Forensic Files. So, but for a couple of shows. But that's cool. Like it really, it really yeah. kind of makes you feel like makes you feel cool. Um, actually, I recently had a film. Uh, one of the guys on our crew. Um, when I first met him. 
you know, to possibly be on the crew. Um, I was talking about a college thing. We, uh, college film yeah. that's on IMDb, um, that we did. And, um, he was like, wow, you're on IMDb. And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, that is the coolest thing. Like, it was like, I was a millionaire. It's like a goal. It, for it's, most it's, people. It, was, it was like their goal. And I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. Like, I mean, I, I think it's awesome, but yeah, this, I mean, this, like yeah. this individual was like, man, like you are legit. And I, I wouldn't say that because <laughs> it's still an, no matter what, know, it's an accomplishment. It, it, it's, it, I mean, like I was like, I was, I was God or something like that. I was like, <laughs> we all know it's when you get your Wikipedia that you blow. Honestly, right, right. we've, we've been talking about that recently that that's our goal. We're like, right. we want a Wikipedia page that someone we're just going to make one keeps <laughs> up to date. Uh-huh. That's not us. Yeah. Like that's our goal is to literally have someone that checks to make sure we're still alive <laughs> that updates at any time we've done a new was thing. Was I a part of this conversation when you had it? Cause yeah, I cause that, that was what I, that was when I started looking up people that I might know that had Wikipedia pages. Um, so yeah, uh, I, w- I would say, um, at one point I, I got out of this and, um, I just, um, it really became a part of a job and you just stopped enjoying I, it. I just stopped enjoying it. Like, you know, kind of working with them. I'm like, all right, it's cool show and everything. But like, you know, I got out of it, fell into retail and did that for, um, 13 years. And for 10 of those years, I was a manager Yeah, and got, got into management and, um, you know, and I was working for this employer at one point and, um, I went on a week, I went on a, I took a couple of days off and I went kayaking. So this was a couple of summers ago and I think it was 2018 rained mm-hmm. a lot. And I went with a good friend of mine and, um, the water was really high that day, but we were trying to, we had to cancel a couple of times. We were trying to kayak down, yeah. down, down this river. We usually do once a year and, um, uh, I ended up getting in an accident, um, a oh. kayaking accident, but basically I, I flipped it and I've never flipped a kayak before, but, but the water yeah. was high and I ended up flipping and, um, it, like it drug me down the, down the river, um, a good quarter of a mile. Holy and it shit. Was, it was one of the scariest things. And it wasn't like the super deep water, but mm-hmm. because the rapids were so fast, like you were smashing, I was smashing my knees and rocks and I lost my wedding ring. I, you know, I lost, I lost my, I, I promise ring, you know, those sorts of things that I had, um, you know, and it, it was tough on that aspect. And, but the current mm-hmm. just like ripped it right off my, my fingers. And, wow. um, so, but it was, it was a scary part of my life mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it was only about 30, 40 seconds. I was, I felt like out of breath, yeah. um, because I was trying to stay above, like I, I yeah. was wearing a, a life, I was wearing life vest, but, but still, um, it, it was life vest doesn't bring your head above water. Yeah. 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 So I was, in, I ended up, you know, swimming to safety, but I was so out of breath. Um, mm-hmm. luckily the, um, the gentleman was with me, he was down the downstream a little bit. So he saw this happen. He was able to catch the kayak because I lost the cut, ca- you know, yeah. kayak going down the stream and you're um, more worried about saving your yeah, life. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and the, oar and everything he ended up getting us. I was like, man, I can't even believe he did that. You know, it was crazy. And, um, you know, he kind of, and I swam over to him and made sure he, you know, he had, had control of me, but like, like he kind of saved my life in this, in essence. Yeah. But, um, but it really like at that point I was like, man, like I need to do something more with my life yeah. than just the routine, you know, like I was like, man, I need to make a change and I'm working in this environment with a bunch of folks and, and there's some really nice people, mm-hmm. but also working with uh, in an environment where you have people that 
really are just a drone. They're a drone. They're just, yeah. caught. they're, they're like, this is what they do. And this is like, they're, it's like, you know, at one point I felt like, man, like, I don't, I don't want to die in this. It's like you're surrounded by zombies. Yeah. I don't want to, like, I feel like I was going to die in this tomb and I'm like, oh, I got to get out of this. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I made a change. I ended up, you know, going, leaving retail completely and just working mm-hmm. myself out of there and getting, getting something, um, getting something better. That's going to be more, that was more accommodable to my, to, uh, provide for my family, to yeah. spend more time with my family and, you know, have a better lifestyle and do what I love. So, mm-hmm. you know, now I work for a company that allows me to do that, allows me to go back to this passion. Yeah. And, and just treat it as a passion, mm-hmm. you know, um, not like if I like the movie that we just made, it, it, it it's not going to pay my bills. That's not that's not what the goal Good. was. It Good. Could, <laughs> maybe, maybe. But like, that's not that's not what necessarily the goal, yeah. goal is for me. It's to have fun, do things and and just make it the best you possibly can. Yeah. And sure, man, if it makes if it makes something great. You know, but also like I have a nine to five that I like to do yeah. and, and it provides me these opportunities maybe to even afford some of this, you know, and, and do those sorts of things. So I'm very happy and content with where I am right now. That's the dream. But, yeah. But it was that incident that really kind of sparked like, man, I need to do something different That's and, crazy. and I need to make some moves and I made, made some moves and now I'm back doing this kind of stuff. I'm yeah. Like, you know, another friend of mine invited me to meet meet some folks um, mm-hmm. who were connected into the business, and you know, made a good made it some decent impressions, and yeah. had some built some good relationships, and been working with those folks. We end up doing certain things. Um, so yeah, so it that's it's really sometimes it's a life event that can really kind of alter and change things, and that's kind of what happened with me. That's insane. Yeah. I wasn't expecting you to be like I almost died. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, Jared. Was... I, I've almost died tons you. of I'm times. Replacing you know I've almost you died tons of times. electrocuted. Time. Where are you doing? Being dead, being almost dead is more common than being alive for me at this point. <laughs> like, it's, if, if I counted the, just, if I listed off just the ways I've almost died, most people are like, you, sh- you shouldn't be alive. Like, hey, but like, shouldn't. don't, don't, don't put it down. Don't be like thinking like, it's not going to do anything. Remember like Sam Raimi just did the same thing. He went out into the woods with a bunch of his friends and, and he made evil dead. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a, it's still they're talking about it forty years from now. It's yeah. it's forty years old, I think, at this point. Yeah, yeah. Cult, cult film. Yeah, so it's classic. That's one of the cool things about My favorite film of all time. That's that is one of the cool things about film because you be have people be like, man, that is one of the cheesiest films and blah blah blah. blah. You know, like and but it has all this. It has shelf life. It can resonate people, with yeah, people. People still talk about it. It's it's very cool and yeah. um, and it was really innovative for the time. Yeah. It's definitely a good one. Yeah. I rewatched it recently, and it's not good anymore. <laughs> it's not like when I was a kid and I loved it. Yeah. But the scene where the with the pencil stab to the foot still really <laughs> messed me up. My favorite scene in the Evil Dead series is Evil Dead Two when he cuts mm. off his hand when when the, when the hand gets possessed. My personal That's favorite awesome. was I watched Evil Dead when I was younger, and I never really understood what was going on with it at all. And then it was Kyle explaining to me, be like, "Yeah, so if so it was basically a remake." Like you, you have to understand when you see this movie, it was paid, they, they couldn't make. And he just explained to me the whole history of why Evil Dead and Evil Dead Two are the way that they are. And I was like, oh man, that makes it so much, just so much more interesting. It's so much cooler. And I was like, I, I do like this movie. <laughs> this is pretty cool. Yeah, that's what happens when a studio screws you over. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Which hopefully you never have to worry about. Oh, uh, let's so. let's hope not, right? Yeah. So why don't we go into? We're gonna have you join us for what we normally do here, which is talk about crazy ass news. So Sweet. let's see what we got here. On to the first one. This one's too many words, and I can't read it. On to the next one. <laughs> the, how was the title? Too many words. There was a golden statue. There was George. How Floyd. am I going to say that? golden statue of Floyd Lewis Taylor statue? No, next. A crypto trading hamster performs better than Warren Buffett and the S&P 500. I have no words. I don't uh, even know how to respond to that. I'm wondering. Is it just like a hamster ran across someone's keyboard and accidentally bought a bunch of stocks that did really good? Apparently, it's based off of the speed at which this ham- hamster runs at. It picks how it's going to trade. and th- I think. If I'm where do I get hamsters? It has a yeah. desk. I hate hamsters. Hamsters are evil creatures that eat their babies and, and bite. You know anybody who read that article is you know all the hamsters in that area have been bought from the pet store. It's like when it's like when <laughs> it's like when Finding Nemo and Finding Dory came out, where they're like, don't buy these animals just because you saw them. Saltwater fish are hard to take care of. <laughs> hamsters yeah. will eat their babies. Don't do it. Yeah, they're like, don't buy hamsters just because you think they're gonna make you millionaires. Dude, hamsters are. The, I mean, technically, you probably could if you accidentally breed 500 of them and people actually give you money for them, but that's not what happens. True. Do you think Warren Buffett's sitting there going, I need you to get me a million hamsters, hook them all up to a computer, and let's get me even richer? 100% not. (laughs) You don't think that there's some... He's in the top 10 richest people in the world. I really don't think he cares what a hamster did. What if this hamster is This hamster did better than him in one thing, and he's sitting there like, I own like... The company that owns Viacom. It's true. It is true. But I feel like he could he could at least benefit from what this hamster has to offer. He no. might want to buy the hamster out. Just be like, hey, you know, you want to sell me your hamster? He could buy or, every hamster in the world and it wouldn't even affect his wallet. You might want to offer this hamster an interview on your next podcast. Maybe there they we could go. provide we need- some financial insight. <laughs> on how you can build you know, this gold mine. I'm very bad with money. I feel like this hamster's probably better. This hamster would be the last person we'd interview. We'd interview the man that threw a cookie at his girlfriend and went to jail. He's my oh, yeah, hero. We have, a lot. we have a lot of people that we want to get on the show, as well as, uh, what was his name? What Stitches. Was Stitches. Stitches, if you're still out there, even though you're not famous anymore or whatever. Bring it back. Come on the show. All right, into the article. What if we told you there was a hamster who has been trading cryptocurrency since June? and recently was doing better than Warren Buffett in S&P 500. Meet Mr. Gox. That's its name, Mr. Gox? I, don't, I couldn't imagine Warren Buffett even messing in crypto. Yeah, I don't, I don't really see that it's either. It's such an imaginary he, he, money market. He's too old school for that. Yeah. yeah. Like, why does he even give a shit about this? But a hamster who works out of what is possibly the most high-tech hamster cage in existence. It's designed so that when Mr. Gox runs on the hamster wheel, he can select among dozens of cryptocurrencies. Then, deciding between two tunnels, he chooses whether to buy or sell. This is a whole There's fucking no way process. this hamster knows what it's doing. There's no way. Maybe this is like Ratatouille. This is the next Pixar film. It's going to be Mr. Gox Trade Stocks. That's a little That's a little bit uh, little cat in the hattie. Little Dr. Seussian. You don't think Pixar will jump all over this? No. Stocks trading hamster? No, you have a better chance of getting this on Pornhub. <laughs> Mr. Cox trading stocks? Trades Cox. Oh, oh, okay. That is true. You can easily play on words. Um, but let's see here. 
according to the Twitch account for the hamster, his decisions is sent over to real trading platform. And yes, real money is involved. Who? This has, is some super rich dude who's bored and he's like, fuck it, I'm just going to buy shit based off what my hamster does. For yeah, the day. who has enough money that they're like, oh, I am going to take the risk that my hamster is going to make the right choice with however much money it's trading at the time. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's the. I mean, that, that's, man, that's like spinning a wheel. That, Pretty much. A hamster it's, wheel. It's literally a hamster wheel. wheel. It's literally a wheel. <laughs> You know. It's spinning a wheel and then flipping a coin because it's a 50-50 shot of which yeah. tunnel he goes. Oh what if he God, doesn't yeah. go in a tunnel? What if he's like, I'm going to go take a poop now and just like goes and lays in a corner? I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that happens quite fucking frequently. Half of the day. Like, he's just like, you know what? I'm going to go drink some water for way too long. What's he do if the if the hamster just completely escapes the cage? Is he just like, all right, we'll sell everything. I guess we're out. That's what that means. Like they, be, they he says, so bail much. out of crypto at that point. My you, kids lost so many hamsters of the 500 we own just because they escaped. Your kids find it necessary to pick things up, take them out of cages, no, and carry no, them No, no, no. Hamsters are experts at getting out. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. Well, then, yeah, that means you bail out of cryptocurrency. It's all going to go downhill. I mean, sell everything. It's fire sale at that point. That's what that means, right? I heard that in a, a Die Hard movie. Everything must go. On, on to the rest <laughs> of the article. Um, look, we're not telling you to follow in this hamster's financial decisions or that his process is scientific in any way. The human behind the hamster's account and money has not been made public. I need to know this. This is lost a lot. He probably has. Uh, but what we can tell you is his portfolio is up nearly 20%. Since he started trading in June. He's trading on pennies. Yeah, like that's, we need to know where he started. Um, He's got 20 pennies. He was performing better than Bitcoin, than NASDAQ 100, Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway, and the S&P 500. Uh, while Mr. Grox's methodology is random at best, it does remind us uh, that where people get their financial advice from is certainly changing. From a hamster, apparently. Uh, we've seen people getting tips from TikTok. And two kids in Baltimore. Just two kids in Baltimore? <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you just go to Baltimore and be like, yo, where them kids at? <laughs> Do they just stop random kids on the street? Be like, what are your names? My name's Jimmy and my name's only, Bill. Only pairs, though. If it's the larger than two or it's less than two, you can't ask those oh, kids. Oh, yeah, you can't ask those kids. You just walk up because you need, you need, a, you need like a unanimous decision between two. And you're just like, yeah. do I buy or do I sell stock in McDonald's right now? And they're like, I want chicken nuggets. We're like, all right, I'm buying. Buying. Got to buy. It's just chicken nuggets. You know what day it is. Um, <laughs> and in recent years, there's been more stock picking on Wall Street from bots. NPR's Planet Money. Bots even built its sense. own. Tw- yeah, it does. It's not, not hamsters. hamsters. Um, uh, basically, it's uh, based off of President Donald Trump's tweets. Oh, they based the NPR's Planet Money even built its own 2017 uh, that invested money based off of Donald Trump, Trump's tweets. I feel like a hamster might be smarter than doing like, that. I don't feel like he does a lot about stocks. No, it's probably just what he talked about. Like, be like, if he mentions uh, being robbed of an election that hadn't happened yet, you sell. But if he mentions illegals, then you buy. What do you do if you ask for Obama's birth certificate? Sell. That's 100% sell. That's so just, all your stock, just bail and leave. Yeah, just completely bail. Yeah, anytime he did that. On and to the you, next one. All right. On to the next one. This one's about retail. Hamster. Okay, great. <laughs> um, Give me my food. 
Woman pulls out gun after Chipotle closes early, police say. I'm so lucky I'm alive. <laughs> Wait, what? The amount of times that I just closed the subway that I worked at at like six o'clock because I was bored and didn't want to be there. Oh, that's what you're getting at. I thought you were just like, I'm so lucky that I'm alive because I get to hear about no, these things. No, like I was someone that worked in fast food that would close stores. I, I will tell you, I've never been, I don't think, well, you guys have both worked in retail, but yeah. like we've never come across that kind of situation where it became that hostile. What? I mean, she had to have gone zero to a hundred real quick. I mean, for real. I watched the man get deported for threatening to stab my manager with a screwdriver. That is true. That is true. You did. I just saw the man poop himself very publicly. But now, I mean, what I want to know is, did they choose to close early because of this woman? Because how frequently do you close early and someone's inside? Wait, she was inside already? Yeah, because what was she going to do? Pull a gun outside? You just duck behind the counter. Call the police. If she's in, this is literally her standing in front of the the splatter shield. That'd be actually, that's kind of amazing that I want to be that employee. I want to be the one that has a customer standing in front of them. They're just like, we're closed. We're closed. (laughs) You literally take someone's order right before. Somebody's finishing getting theirs made and they're just like, actually, I have some place to be. My girlfriend just texted and said, where are you at? Well, at Chipotle, they'd still be watching that, the other person's food get made too. That would be totally, and that would be totally boss to do something like that just to get a reaction out of the person. Man, you're ditching me, so you can go hang out with your girl. That would be. I mean, I feel like depending on who the customer is, they might be like, "I feel you. I feel you." Just throw some chips in a bag and give that to me, and yeah. you just go go take care of it. I don't know if I think if somebody had the uh, audacity to say that to me while I was in drive through, I would probably applaud them and be like, "Go make it happen, Captain." This lady's inside at the counter. Yeah, I'd still leave. I'd still leave. Dude, there's still like five thousand, you know, fast food restaurants down the road. Yeah, just go get some Taco Bell. Exactly. Taco Bell doesn't close early except for the times that they do. Since this whole problem in the world but what's funny is that it looks like there's a line behind her <laughs> yeah no that's the best part you say like, uh we're closed i mean don't get me wrong chipotle is the bomb it i do chipotle, i do like some chipotle chipotle is the bomb but i i would settle for some taco bell yeah taco bell's you great gotta have, you gotta have a fix i mean i wonder if they ran out of stuff no it just says they decided to close early <laughs> Oh, no, it doesn't even say. It says after Chipotle closes early. Yeah, they might have run out of. Let's find out what happened. Oh, this was in Philly, too. Oh, this is great. Uh, Philadelphia police are searching for a woman who said who they say got away, threatened workers with a gun, asked to speak with a manager and stole food inside of Chipotle after an employee announced that they were closing early. Okay, this isn't painting her in the greatest light. Um, What did she steal? You um, can't get like. How did she get behind the counter? She just the, jump over and grab like a handful of like like the corn, corn salsa, <laughs> the corn like, salsa, I'm out. and some of the cheese, and then she just smushed that together and went. Now I'm happy. She's like, I wanted the vegetarian anyway. Would that be vegetarian? I don't know. It wouldn't be vegan because of the cheese. I know that. Sure. Okay. Sure. Cool. Sure. Yeah. Let's see here. Sure. The incident occurred Saturday around 5 p.m. inside the Roosevelt Mall Chipotle on 2337 Cotman oh. Avenue. That place totally got fined, too, because I know when you close early in a mile, because of doing it, that you totally get fined for it. <laughs> totally. And and you know what? What a day to close. 
you probably had some business coming still after on a five Saturday yeah, at yeah, yeah. five p.m. Yeah, like somebody's ass got fired for that. I will <laughs> say that is way too early to be closing on a Saturday. Yeah, as you got families that are still out doing stuff, and they're like, "You want to stop at Chipotle at the at the mall on Cotman Avenue on the way back home?" Ruin somebody's whole day to the point where she pulled a cut. <laughs> This woman, I mean, also Chipotle has notoriously long lines. Like, yeah, I'm, start, I'm lines. starting to be on this lady's side. Let's find out because, like, if she's like, if they're like, we're out of tortillas, <laughs> then they deserved this. Then, well, you can always get a bowl. There's no way they were out of tortillas. Though. <laughs> I mean, then again, that's know. not true. It's like, where did we go the one time they were just out of chicken and we're like, what? They were out of. It was when we went to Arby's. No, it was when we went to Arby's, and we were like, "Do you? I would like to get this. We're out of that. Okay, I'd like to get a large drink. We're out of that. Okay, I'd like to get this. We're out of that also." And we were like, "What the fuck do you actually have?" Arby's is the actual worst. If this was an Arby's, I would be definitely on this woman's side. Yeah, the amount of times that Arby's just been closed for no reason, or like they start to talk to you and then they pretend like they're not there anymore. Because they decided they closed. I don't know. All my all my favorite like drive through interactions were at Taco Bell. <laughs> like that was like the time that I heard a man get fired through the drive through. That was that. that was Taco Bell, and that was great. That's awesome. That, was that my time thing. that I, I defeated that Taco Bell manager through your car speakers. Oh my god! We used to go like we because we worked together and we would get out at the same time, and we would go to Taco Bell afterwards. And he would go through the drive-thru first because he drives like a maniac. And then I would be normally it's right behind him. You. I drive an SUV. It's faster than you. Whatever, you maniac. So he would get there first. He would order. And uh, while I was on, while I was ordering, sometime, we, like, this would be through the speakers. Subbed every time. He would yell things at the... At the uh, at the person taking my order. If I didn't give them direct orders before you pulled Normally, up. he would do things like, I don't like tomatoes. So I would say no tomatoes. And then when I would be thinking about what I wanted to add extra, he'd be like extra tomatoes on the next couple things that he or just extra tomato. And then they would literally ask me, they'd be like, do you want extra tomatoes? <laughs> like, I thought you said you wanted no tomatoes. And I'm like, that's a man over the phone. How do you not know that that's not what I want? I'm talking to you right now. Why are you listening to a man Sometimes on the phone? Sometimes I would just say it to the person at the window. Yeah. He would literally be like, that man behind me, uh, he says that he wants no tomatoes, but he actually wants extra. And then I'd give them my money, and they were like, did you want extra tomatoes, or did you want none? I'm like, why would you, why would you think <laughs> that a random man in front of me would tell you what I wanted? I'm like, this isn't pay it forward. This is him changing my order. But, but no, the best time was waiting five minutes for hot sauce. And the manager being mad at the whole team because there's that clock that they have in there. Yeah. That counts down how yeah. many like how much time between customers. And he pulls up, and I'm like, better ask for hot sauce because you're not going to get it. And I yell it. And the manager <laughs> looks so defeated. She oh. took a handful of hot sauce, which is like, this fucking guy. I can't fucking believe he's talking to that fucking guy that was right beforehand. <laughs> Here you go. Your hot sauce is in the bag. And I'm like, she heard you. <laughs> and he was like, good. She didn't give me any hot sauce. That's hilarious. Oh. You got Yeah. And you know what? Like. That poor woman, she was ready to be done for the night. Oh, yeah. To- totally be it ready was, for it. It was late. It was like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. This whole story. We got there right before it closed. I was going to say, this whole story it makes me hungry for Taco Bell. Not gonna, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I will not be asking for a hot sauce, though. <laughs> 
it's well, just don't go to the one in Bethlehem. That's okay. all I got to do. Just for the one in Bethlehem. I'll probably hit the new one in Trexler Town. There you go. You do that one. But I mean, still 5 p.m. on a Saturday, too early for anywhere to be closed. I mean, if I drove up Is to a McDonald's. A holiday? Was it a holiday when this happened? It was just not too long ago. Um, let's see here. The store's manager told an employee to close the store early due to staffing and advise the waiting customers inside. Oh, that's the thing that's been to, happening, too. But, but, it's but, to order online is what they said. But that's a legitimate, and especially in, in in our society right now, that is a legitimate excuse to close. Yeah. That's yeah. something that's been happening and, a lot recently. Yeah. And and uh, I've walked into, I, I walked into a Chipotle last week that was understaffed. Yeah. That they didn't really have, and they didn't barely even had a line. And I actually ended up walking out because they it was really just taking too long. Yeah, they well, they, yeah, and it was I wasn't mad, but was just like now, like because I had to get going. Yeah, and um, but yeah, I was. It, 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 it's unfortunately the way it is, and part of the reason is because of how underpaid they are. Oh, I think yeah. Chipotle is one of the better paid uh, retail services, so. retailer services now. But I mean, you know, you think about it. I mean, we we've all worked retail jobs. You know what their entry level pay is. Yeah, you can't even even today minimum wage, mi- mi- minimum wage or whatever. Like I, I work for two retailers that are they're starting their peeps at nine dollars an hour. Like how are you making? And money? they're like, aren't you glad you yeah. work here yeah. instead of McDonald's? Yeah, like yeah, exactly. And then McDonald's right, you know, McDonald's is like twelve and thirteen dollars now. Yeah. You can tell because of their prices have gone up. Yeah, you know. Um, but I mean, that like, was an unnecessary increase. They just did that to prove that they could do that if that happened. They didn't I mean, need they, to do they that. They could saved, pay the employees without doing what that. What was it? They saved like hundreds of millions of dollars a year just by changing from just having the double cheeseburger to the McDouble. Yeah. Like yeah. they just do things just because they're like, let's see how pissed off people actually get to save us tons of money. But I will yeah. tell you, I will tell you now, like, I mean, I, I used to go to McDonald's like, you know in earlier years but there's so many other good options out there like for yeah. me like you know I, I love chipotle like you know people are like well chipotle's expensive well you know you go in and get a burrito for eight dollars yeah. you know and and you're getting these extra and they value. pack that shit yeah, full yeah, like i can eat a, a total bur- a, like one burrito and it, it's better than an extra value meal and you're spending like ten dollars mm-hmm. now for these things yeah you know or i'm like a big fan of mcdonald's mod- is not the cheap yeah option anymore um i love mod pizza if you're ever going to mod pizza yeah mod pizza is awesome and it's the subway of pizza yeah it is the subway of pizza and they do it better than subway i'm sorry everybody does it better than he worked at subway that's when he closed early all right so but yeah and so you got all these other better options now and not everybody has to be but you still look at a drive-thru at mcdonald's and the freaking drive-thru is like 10 cars deep i'm like what is so great about mcdonald's just because well one it's gotta be a culture it's kids sure like my daughter loves McDonald's. I try to tell her that like, you know, there's hot, there's gross. hamburgers from more, from places that are significantly better and she's like, "No, I don't like it." So kids have just been brainwashed throughout the years that McDonald's is the greatest place in the world. And then also because of the fact that it takes you on average 2 minutes to get your food. Tops. <laughs> Right, right. Like you like from the time where you pay to the time where you get to the next window, your food is just ready. It's definitely way better than going to Chick-fil-A. Oh my god. And the- I swear they create a false sense of them being super busy by just making you go around the line ten times. I feel like if you could just use the signal box thing, yeah. It'd probably be quicker than having to go all the way around two times to speak to one person. Yeah. The, uh, and you brought up Chick-fil-A, and it's funny because I the Chick-fil-A is like super known for like their courtesy. So when they yeah. say, 
it, you know, like, oh, it's my pleasure. They my don't pleasure. do that anymore. They don't do that anymore. Oh, well, I, back in the day, I remember uh, when the retailer I was working for at the time, they wanted us to, instead of saying, you know, you're welcome. To say, say my pleasure? My, my pleasure. And they're like. H.H. Greg? Yeah, was it, was okay, that the okay. competition with H.H. Greg? Because that's no, probably why no, it was. No, 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 no. This is a completely different retailer. And um, they're like, we want you to start saying this. And you're like, yeah, it works out. It works really well with with with, with uh, uh, Chick Fil A. And people just say thank you more. But, right, right. But I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, so you, so you want us to be Chick Fil A? Is that really what the goal <laughs> is? is? It, so that's that's the goal. Like we're we're selling right. we're selling this stuff, but you want us right. to be a chicken place. Right. People right. also so, kind of hate Chick Fil A. Right, right. Um, so you know, you want us to make a culture shift just to say my pleasure, and so people will be like, oh, you're just like Chick Fil A. So yeah. they're going to remember Chick Fil A. And not this particular retailer. Yeah. You know, so, which is kind of sad. You know? When we had to do it, it was a lot of like, people would Southern look at us weird. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we would just be like, oh, no, it's my pleasure. And people would be like, what? Yeah. Like, what do you mean? It's your pleasure. But we said it in a way that made sense. Chick-fil-A, if you get someone that's really doing their job, if you just say thank you over and over again... It's for no right. reason. They'll keep repeating it. You just it. get them locked we, we, in that. Yeah. One time we're bored. We went to like the Whitehall Mall. <laughs> we're just like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Every single thank thing you. they and do, they just, just kept like, saying My pleasure. It. My pleasure. Yeah. My pleasure. This is the greatest he robot yelled, trick He ever. yelled it out the window and a guy went, my pleasure. No, I yelled like, it out why? the window because nobody was saying yes. Nobody <laughs> was saying it. We went there in a big group and I'm like, my pleasure to everyone that drove, every employee that walked by the four mile wide long line or whatever. And they all are just like, uh huh. And then I'm like, I just yell it. And it wasn't even for us. And this guy's just like, huh? My pleasure. And like looking around, like he didn't and know he where it came from. He got mad afterwards <laughs> because he saw that we weren't the people that ordered the food that he just gave to. And he was like, oh, these sons of bitches. They just him. made me say it. I tricked him. And it wasn't even that. And he laughed and he laughed and he laughed. And the guy went inside really mad. I no. guess he didn't want to bring us the food because he they sent somebody else out. Like I think he was really pissed off about that. Not the first time I got a new drive waiter person. Yeah, very true. Very, very true. Let's see what else happened. Uh, when the employee told the customers one woman who was accompanied by an unidentified man pulled out a gun immediately? She pulled it out without even... What? She pulled out a gun and asked to speak to the manager. We're closing early. Let me speak to that manager. <laughs> Let me speak to him. I'd like to ch- ch- speak to your manager, please. I think you're staying late. <laughs> I think you can get one more order before you close. Am I right? This lady missed the perfect opportunity. I would have been like, give me a pack of tortillas and just start putting handfuls of shit into those little cup things that they do for the burrito bowls. Yeah. Like, I'll make my own burritos. <laughs> It's, yeah. It reminds me, and we were talking about movies because I know movies is a theme right now. What we're talking about, yeah. but, but we talked about falling down at a different, a different podcast. But, mm. but, but that is, uh, if you remember that scene with Michael Douglas, he walks into that uh, restaurant and he's looking for, I think, breakfast, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, we started serving lunch." Oh yeah, and he got pissed, and he just wanted, he wanted a, what, a specific sandwich, and they like, mm. he pulled out at Newsy. You know, yeah. that's exactly what that reminds me of. That is very much similar. Like this woman, especially since the manager specifically said, anybody who's waiting in here, just order online and you'll get your food. And this woman immediately was like, no, she wants to watch. I want it my way. Part of it's watching. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is like it is like dinner in a show. 
if you think that a show is someone uh, is a teenager grabbing a handful of shredded lettuce that has been sitting there for a little bit too long and putting it on your burrito. I I wish that I could ever come across the incident that happened to me at Subway. Um, I was the problem in this story. <laughs> As the employee? employee. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Where I just made a sandwich that someone didn't order, but they watched me. So I wish I want there to be someone that goes to Chipotle like, this is what I want. And they're just like, yeah, okay. Just make something different. And then that person just takes it because like, that's what I happened. Want, I want three chicken tacos, a burrito with uh, <laughs> the vegetables and the, the freaking pork. Yeah, gotcha. That's what you wanted, right? No, yeah. no, it's not what I ordered at all. But you made it, so I'm gonna eat it now because I just remember getting like I was like a stereotypical like stoner scene kid. So I made this guy's sandwich, and I look at him like that's not what you ordered, was it? <laughs> He's like, nah, I'm nah. Like, just wanted to see where you were going. With I was that. just like, "Do you want another one?" And he was like, "No." And I'm like, "All right." Do you know what that means? That means that you made him what he wanted. I picked what he really. wanted. You were reading his mind, and he was like, "Man, my wife is like, you need to get just the, still don't know the how chicken I breast." The, I still don't know how I screwed up that bad, but the fact that he didn't stop me, it's his fault. Honestly, it's because you probably put on the sandwich what he actually wanted. <laughs> And his wife was like, you need to eat the chicken breast. Was, and he was like, I was, want was the not a BLT. Man. It was not a married man. It was not a married man. No. You could just tell. Yeah. Oh, my God. Because it was a kid. Let's see here. But the, the employee immediately pressed the security button to alert mall security. The woman said that if someone didn't make her food, she would be back and there would be a problem, according <laughs> to police. She left. <laughs> Um, uh, she's still on the run, I guess. The woman then placed the gun back in her purse. Investigator said another Chipotle, a Chipotle worker then made the woman her food in order to get her. It was effective. If nothing else, she got her food. Do you think I don't even think this is a crime at this point? She just forcefully asked them to make the food that she was already expecting them to do when they tried to cancel right in front of her. She just. Is this another one of those instances? She used the tool. When we're like, does just speaking with a gun in your hand make, is that no, a crime? it's not a crime. She was just, once she was just, she pulled it out. She was like, I'm upset when I'm upset. I hold this because it makes me feel less upset. This is my, my. This is my safety blanket. <laughs> Maybe she thought she was in the Wild West. I mean, different different circumstances. Like, what do they call ghosts. what do they call the animals that you're allowed to bring anywhere? Just because like nowadays everybody's oh, like freaking anxiety. Like a, yeah, um, therapy dogs. Yeah. Like, a, like, like, a, like a service like dog. A, like a service yeah. dog. How, Except how, they pull. They use other animals all the time too. Now they're just like, this is my service hamster. She's like, this is my service gun. Yeah, but like not because I was in the military. But look <laughs> but how because it makes me feel good. Look how far we've come. So we've come from the Wild West where they were like, I want my whiskey yeah. whipped out his gun. Now I want my Chipotle burrito. Whip out the gun. Whipping out, whipping out the nine. Yeah. So Jesus, but I just think it's weird that they gave her her food. I mean, I feel like if you if she had the wrong employee, they'd have been like, no, no, would have been better. I'm not doing that. What would have been better if they were like, all right, fine, and then they still charged her instead of giving it to her. No, they definitely would have charged. I would have. I would have been like, all right, it's ninety five, ninety five. Ninety five, ninety five. However much Chipotle costs for Chipotle. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Um, but if you, the police say if you see her, call nine one one immediately. And if you have information, uh, let the Northeast Detective Division know at two one five six eight six three one five three or two one five six eight six three one five four. 
they have two phone numbers. Uh, so if you see the woman that's in this video that you can't see because this is audio. So if you uh, see the woman the that robbed the subway in Philadelphia, uh, no matter where you are, sorry, Chipotle, what did I say? Subway. <laughs> You're stuck right now in the, the past. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's it's fancy Mexican food subway. You're the burrito of subway. <laughs> Mod pizza is the, the pi- is the subway of pizza. Chipotle is the subway of Mexican food. They're not even. No. Start by a white dude. <laughs> That it is. On to the next one. On to the first one. Why is magic got to be so gross? Shaman accused of starting wildfire after lighting fire to boil bear urine to drink. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Officials say Alexandra Suverneva was found near Fireline with lighter in her pocket. It was a fire. Why would you play with fire like that? I would give you got to drink some piss. I, <laughs> Apparently, why would you play with piss like that? You know, I mean, that's not people, even that bad. <laughs> what a what a horrible combination of the things that we've talked. That's fire. not that bad. That's not that bad. I mean, for us, that's not that bad. I mean, Kyle, you were talking about jackass earlier on. That's exactly something you'd see on jackass. I mean, uh, what yeah. we've come across, that's not that bad. This is low on the scale of things that people have done. <laughs> Drinking, just trying to boil or piss clean. What, isn't yeah. that bad? It's it's upsetting that it's true. Like this actually <laughs> isn't that bad for us. Um, but let's see here. A woman who describes herself as a shaman has pleaded not guilty to starting a quick spreading uh, spreading California wildfire. You can't light fires in California. Everyone should know this by now. Fire should be illegal in California. Then how are they going to stop the fires? The firefighters use fire to stop the fires. I thought they use explosions. There's that bomb that you throw into fires and the percussive force puts out the fire. No, they just start more fires. You you didn't know this? They just start more fires. I was watching a video earlier of someone trying to put out a forest fire. There's a fireman walking around with a flamethrower just fucking lighting shit on fire. Yeah, because you burn stuff so that the fire can't burn it. You burn it preemptively. Yeah, man. You got to burn everything. Have you not seen the explosion firefighters? No, I've never seen an explosion flyer flighter. <laughs> the flyer flighters and explosions? Oh. Yes. You've never seen that where they take like a little bomb and they yeah. throw it in a fire and it explodes and then the fire goes away. Sounds made up. Yeah. What this woman did was not because she's a shaman. She's drinking bear piss and you got to boil it. You got to boil out the evil of the bear piss. Yeah. Why do you need to boil it though? I mean, if you're going to drink it and this is like shirt, like she clearly needed to add strictly about she's nature making, magic. She's making a potion. The uh, the main reason this isn't that bad is because the last time we read about someone who was not doing witchcraft, uh, they had like a, a pigeon nailed to their door and like twelve beheaded chickens and like nineteen goats. Honestly, man, that, in co- New that man was just helping women who can't have babies. Yeah, yeah, he was helping women who can't have babies, cancer. and there's just happened to be like nine to fifteen to ten beheaded chickens. chickens. Yeah, no, and the pigeon above the doorway was a was a conversation piece. And he just had goats in his what? small New Jersey apartment. What spell do you think you need bear piss for? Fertility. Fertility. What's your what's your what's your money on? Maybe I don't she know. can't sleep. I probably gotta go with Kyle on that. Fertility. Everything's yeah. fertility. Every every yeah. magic spell is about doing it. I, yeah, you're right. I love potion. That's. Which leads to fertility. Yeah. Yeah, true, <laughs> true. You know what? No, it is it's for it's it's something she was trying to protect her children. From getting fucked? <laughs> 
Maybe. We don't know her life. But <laughs> like, this will give them the spirit of the mama bear when someone yeah. tries to touch them. Well, no, it's just you need to harness the spirit of the mama bear to save the children. Think about the children, Kyle. So she was going to tear apart the person that was trying to touch her of children. Of course, yeah. She needed the strength of the bear, which you can only for. get through the piss. Not the blood, not and, eating the heart. And cocaine. Just piss. And cocaine. And cocaine. <laughs> Meth. And cocaine. Meth and cocaine at the same time. But let's see here. Oh, that shit. kills people. <laughs> I feel bad. This resulted in the destruction of more than 40 homes. Uh, Alexandra Suvernerva. Maybe uh, that was her spell. Maybe she was trying to get rid of her. It was a vengeance 40 spell. enemies. She was like, I drink the bear piss, and they will have their lives torn apart. And she just neglected the part where it was actually the fire that did all the work. Yeah, it could have been, actually. All right. So if this was a vengeance spell, spell accomplished. <laughs> Magic is real. And it's still about sex because she wanted to bang all 40 of the husbands in those yeah, marriages. Yeah, because why do you need it? But apparently after reportedly lighting a fire to boil barren urine to drink, I have to Did register. she not do this in like a fire pit? Like It, it sounds like this go. woman just was like, I'm just going to start a fire here and it'll boil it. Because this is upsetting. It literally says that she's a former forestry student. <laughs> I think she did bad in that class. Uh, she's, she's Her current job is a shaman. How much does that pay? How much would you pay a shaman? I don't know. Can you, do you like they, pay them is, in bodily is, fluids? Is it by hour? Is it That's by, a good question. Is it by like piece rate? Man, do you only pay them when your spell like happens? No, then they no, they would never get paid. Is it by bottle of piss? How does that work? I feel like it's got to be by like it's got to be bodily fluids you pay them in. Why is no one asking the question on where she got this bear piss from? She got it from a bear. Like, did Where's she just bear? find a bear and she was just like peeing this peeing this bottle, peeing this bottle there? She followed the bear around. You can't extract bear piss. You have to catch it. You can't that's, scrape it off of leaves. That's yeah, the real. First, you yeah. had screw house. She started a fire. That's easy. Everybody can start a fire in California that burns at it's least true. half a dozen. All you got to do is tell people what your what sex your baby is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bam, you can burn fire. down California, Oregon. What else Washington, caught on fire during that? Utah, I think, caught on fire. Yeah, you don't Parts even need of Colorado. It, it doesn't take that much to set those places on fire. Yeah. But catching bear piss is hard. Yeah, that should be the subject of this. Here we this go. This woman molested a bear for its urine. I mean, what if she just dressed up like a plant? <laughs> it was just like, please, please pee on me. Please pee on me so I can catch this. Please pee on me so I can catch this. How would you catch bear piss? With my mouth. <laughs> All right, Jared, how would you catch bear piss? I don't even know how to respond he's to like, that. I can't, he's like, I, I can't agree with Kyle this I, time. Yeah, yeah. You just lay I mean, on the ground. I mean, we, were, we were good. We were in line until that one. <laughs> he's like, I was 100% oh, how, with him, and now I, I'm not. How would I catch bear Bear piss. I mean, remember you need it for the spell. <laughs> like you're you're motivated to catch this bear piss. This bear piss will will make your movie blow up. You'll be at all at cannons. Yeah, I mean, and I, I I guess Sundance. Is that the one that you Sun, were trying that, to remember? That was it. Sundance. Sundance. I was trying to mouth it to Kyle, but Kyle doesn't pay attention to me. I hate your signals. <sighs> I don't know. I probably just follow the bear around. You run the risk of you, getting you, mauled. Right. Right. <laughs> Sure, but I yeah, mean, you, just, you, you you think about it. I mean, they, they do that in Africa. They like follow, follow photographers, follow the wildlife. Yeah, they follow them around. Yeah, yeah, but like from a distance, 
You can't you like, like a get really bear long piss lens. out of dirt. It's gonna be in the dirt. She's drinking fresh bear piss. She gotta get. You gotta be in it. You gotta be in there. I mean, the only the only way Cupping you can see it? It if 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 you if you feed the bear some like sleeping dust <laughs> with sleeping dust. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. So if, if, go, he's some, going some, shaman on this. So some meat, some like. So you gotta roofie the bear. You gotta you gotta roofie the bear somehow. Yeah. So you're not harming the animal. Okay. Because you don't harm animals. That's yeah, you don't want to do that, especially as a and shaman. You, I mean, right, you don't right. really get pee from them if they're dead. Right. Yeah. And, exactly. And, and then, and then at that point, you just extract. You just play some like running right. water sound effects. And I just, just hope I that you just yeah. gotta like you put the bear's hand in warm water right. when they're asleep. Because you can't just ask the bear for its piss; it'll kill you. But okay, <laughs> hey bear, can I have your pee? Yeah. <laughs> what if? What if? Because I'm assuming she's like a repeat. Like, this is something a she has to do frequently. Bear piss catcher? Like, what if she just found a bear, and, like, from a young age, she's just like, I'm going to give this bear so much salmon that this it woman. accepts me, <laughs> and she could just follow it around with a jug. Then why did she have to leave her house? Because you can't have a bear in L.A. Yes, you can. I don't know like, if this, this is, is L.A. Bear. Come here, bear. People got cheetahs. People do have cheetahs, but you're not supposed to have cheetahs. We're also, tired. cheetahs just don't survive in the wild. We've already talked about how cheetahs are the most shit on animal in the in the fucking animal kingdom. Bears, not so much. California, what is it? Golden bears? California? What are they called? Oh, they got grizzlies too. They do. Oh, what kind of bear was this? See, uh, people need to focus more on the importance. This was in the UK. What do they know about California bears? They're not going to have this at all. Maybe this woman really is a shaman because she spoke to the bear and was like, pee in this bottle. Yeah. She got the the piss somehow. She, she, And if it was for vengeance, she accomplished her goal against those 40 people. Nah, man. This is like some, like some World of Warcraft stuff, man. She got a pet bear. And she was like, pee in the bottle. She has like a familiar? Yeah. She has a bear familiar? Sure. I thought only witches have familiars. She's a shaman. Sh- what, what, what is a shaman? Shaman's a nature witch. You're right. You're fucking dumb bitch. <laughs> you call me a dumb bitch? <laughs> Don't you dare. All right, let's see here. Um, uh, The boil the urine. Mr. Serving would never be. I still just don't f- understand why she just was like, I'm just going to start a fire here. And I'll boil it. Like the, it doesn't sound like she oh, made man. any kind of safety. It it answers the question. This is another one of those we should have just read for two more seconds no, and it would have done it. Never. Also, I think that her spell's not going to work because this doesn't sound like a very good idea. She killed the bear. She um, found a puddle containing bear urine. And How was she sure? To light a fire to boil the ur- the liquid. Oh, she was boiling. <laughs> like, okay, so, now it makes so, sense why she didn't start a fire. So, like, what you're normal. saying is, the last twenty minutes, we just discussed a strategy on how we were going to extract this bear <laughs> piss when we could have just walked up to the puddle. Yeah, we yeah. got and just scooped it up. But I mean, we got the further in the that? article than we normally do. <laughs> yeah, That's normally, an epic yeah, fail. normally this happens frequently on we our show. We read the headline and then we got to figure out what they did, and then usually it's way less exciting. Whenever we ask a question, almost. A hundred percent of the time, is it immediately answered? The sentence after we ask the question, like, almost all the time. Not always. Sometimes the title of the article that we're like, "Oh, that sounds interesting." That's the is article. The body of the article. <laughs> it's repeated four times in four different ways. Oh, uh, my favorite was the day you were reading that one, and it literally just was like it started over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the same sentence four times. And I kept reading it, and I was like, am I going crazy, 
Or is this literally just saying the same thing over and over again? And that's why we read to clickbait, so you don't have to. And then yeah. also we just make our own assumptions about everything. Everything, because that's the fun of this story. But okay, so she found the puddle. Uh, she claimed that she could not light a fire. So what kind she of clearly shaman, did. What kind of shaman can't light a fire? The one that lit... She burned down 40 houses. She's lying. I mean, yes. 40 houses. Yeah, 40 that, houses. That's a community. <laughs> that's a whole neighborhood. That's, that's, that's a, a whole ass neighborhood. That's, that's a development. Yeah, that can be a that can be multiple square miles depending on how these are set up. Fire. I don't even know how. And there's just a giant raging forest fire behind her. I couldn't start that. How I can't even get trouble? the lighter to spark. How could I do that? And they found her with a lighter, so it was with a lighter. Anyone can start a fire with a lighter. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I give a if I give a lighter to an infant. For if for long enough, at some point, something's going to catch on fire. Jared, please don't give lighters to infants. I said if. Jared. Not Jared. Or don't. if I've already. Don't. How do you know that I haven't gotten this out of my system already? So Bix, that's how you got blown Very, up. very accessible. Just 99 cents. So she couldn't start a fire. A baby. All right. So, yes, she couldn't start the fire. Um, so... What? She drank the liquid anyway and then went on her hike? I was going to boil the pee, but then I couldn't get it boiled, so I just drank it. So I just drank it. I mean, at that point, they should just do a blood test and find out if she's going to die from drinking unboiled bear piss. I doubt that's the thing they need to be worried about. She's definitely failing a drug test. Oh, yeah. For all of them. Definitely. Uh, Workers saw a woman acting suspiciously and trespassing on property in Shasta County. And authorities say Miss Servernever was later seen emerging near the fire line and asking fire crews for help. Uh, Cal Fire said that she was found to have a lighter in her pocket and was removed from the area for evaluation and treatment. Um, officials say that during an interview with the Cal Fire law enforcement, officers began, began to believe that she was responsible for starting the fire. This is a really long article. I don't want to read anymore. I don't even know how to start fast. I just wanted to drink some bear pee. We're going to end it there. Um, I don't really care about reading the rest. Um, Why not? Do you think we she did this on purpose? No, I think she's on acid. Acid? Or mushrooms. Yeah, this was uh. tripping. Nobody looks at a puddle and goes, I bet that's bear piss. I'm going to drink it. Like, if it was, then she got lucky. But nobody's just like finding puddles and being like, it's probably bear piss. Do you think she knew How do we that know? it was definitely bear they piss? They didn't say that she. they guaranteed it was bear piss. She's it, telling them it's bear because piss. Because it eventually caught on fire. Yeah. Nobody knows. So if, if you think about piss. it, she did successfully boil that puddle. It just didn't happen immediately. And nobody knows what's actually in that puddle. They're taking this woman's word that it was bear piss. <laughs> it was coke. Or it was, it was, it was like, meth. What's worse is this is her story <laughs> to get out of being like, I started a forest fire. She's like, actually, I was just trying to drink some bear pee. And there's just a fire happened. I'm starting to think she smokes meth. And she was smoking meth and then tapped it out and like an ember lit and she was like uh i need to come up with a story real quick and then she jumped over a puddle of bear pee and went there's my story what once but again it, but, how do you but, know but it's i bear was pee? gonna say what 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 determines bear pee did she a watch scent, the bear make it scent alone has to be scent how do you determine the scent it's how is she an expert she knows oh that's bear pee she's a shaman on linkedin <laughs> so that professional shaman. that works that's, I, agree. I mean okay 
You can't really like you can't lie on the internet. No, you can't. Abraham absolutely. Lincoln said that. Absolutely, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you you cannot lie. So she's she definitely has experience in the natural magics of pee. Because I'm assuming that's where all magic comes from. Poop, pee. This woman is on hallucinogens. <laughs> Imagine seeing a bear pee. Saw a puddle. Was like, I'm gonna light that on fire for some reason. They was like, I. It didn't work. Whoops. <laughs> Drank it, walked away. In reality, she actually set a lot of things on fire. She just kept trying to light stuff until like she was like, oh, I can't get nothing She's to like, light. Man, she was walking around the light. forest lighting everything on fire. I'm, I'm still sticking with it's either that or she was smoking meth and didn't want to get caught smoking meth. People who are on meth don't go to the forest. What if she was like, this is going to be my first time smoking meth. I should do it in nature since I'm a shaman. Nobody. It'll, it'll, it'll ground me and it'll turn it you know, into you know, a all right, helpful. Here, you know what? You have no experience with this. That's true. As, as the person who has experience with meth, not firsthand. <laughs> Secondhand. If, you don't want to be noted for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, can't, I, I couldn't just leave it at that because he would have gotten really, really mad. Me telling see, the internet see, that see, he has experience see, with meth. See, from, from my experience with people with meth, she wouldn't be in the forest and doing meth because you can't fucking clean the forest. She's not going to sweep all the leaves out. What if that's she had, what it You was? have to be at home so that you can clean your walls. What if she was like, well, okay, what if she... Except you don't the understand. The Rollers come out and they measure where the furniture goes. There's no way she went to the forest to do that. What if it was the puddle of bear pee? Oh that shouldn't have been there. The, if okay, if everything is dirt, dirt is acceptable. But you know what isn't acceptable? Bear pee. That's a stain. No, she'd be no, because she would have been trying to measure the trees to make sure they're same distance apart. You don't understand what if she how it did works. That already. You don't understand how What it if works. she did that already? You don't understand it. You don't know this woman's itinerary. What if she was there for 15 hours? Well, then she's going home to beat her kids because that's how it works. Okay, maybe not meth. <laughs> Let's say... She was on her way to beat someone's kids. What's another weird drug that you have to burn? All of them. Cocaine? Yeah. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. If you want to it use is it a hell in, of a drug. <laughs> if you want to use it in a needle or smoke it. Okay, okay, fine. It was any drug except for meth, apparently, because meth would have made you measure trees. <laughs> She'd be out there polishing the trees, not setting them on fire. What if it was too She'd much like, friction? Oh, there's too much bark. She'd no. be like removing it and lacquering all the trees, man. So if she was rubbing really, really fast, just rubbing the wood, just rubbing <laughs> the wood real fast, and the heat started building up, friction burn. She's a shaman. She's in the forest. She's, She's on a hallucinogen. Fine, I'll give you mushrooms. Or peyote. Or pay oh peyote. I didn't even think about it. you have to smoke peyote. I don't think <laughs> on to the next one. I don't know why your obsession is that she accidentally started the fire. She definitely did it on purpose. I was actually gonna make this the last one, which is why I was dragging it on. On on on, yeah. on to the next one. The next one is saying bye to everybody. To all right, I don't know. Back if you to get, another I, episode of Talk Shonen. I, <laughs> I don't know if you can get any better than a puddle of piss. Yeah, it's bear pee on top of yeah. that. So, is there a dick in the next one? No. Is there a Florida man? No. I don't care then. Exactly. <laughs> so, 
Jared, I'm going to throw it over to you once again. Let the people know uh, everything that you got going on right now. So on December 11th, um, 2021, we're going to have a, uh, the, the red carpet premiere of the retailer on um, in Northampton, Pennsylvania. We're gonna and have we're going to be the, there. You're going gonna to be there. We're going to have it at the Roxy. We're going to have a great time. Um, tickets are $20. But if you uh, get your... Um, you go to our website, www.theretailerfilm.com, and you put in the promo code RUMRUNNERS, you get 30% off. And don't forget, this isn't just a movie. This is an event. So we're going to have... Um you know, we're going to have some, uh, the actors there doing, uh, doing some interviews in front of the step and repeat. We're going to, um, you know, we're, we're going to have, um, you know, some music when people come in, uh, popcorn, popcorn. Of course, there's always going to be popcorn. Right. So, and then, uh, we're after the film, we're going to have a talk back session, um, about the film and questions people have in a little meet and greet after people want to talk to the actors like one-on-one and, 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 and the cast and crew. So no, it should be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Gonna be a lot of fun, and you can meet us. You can meet us, and you will see Absolutely. us film other people talk about things that are more interesting than us. That's why I'm not there. Kyle will be there. <laughs> Maybe Kyle will definitely be there. Out. Kyle will be I'm there first. Right actually. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, other than the website, theretailerfilm.com. Um, where else can they can they can they find you if they want to see the stuff that you're doing? Okay, so they can follow us on the retailer film uh, on Instagram, and you can also go to the uh, Facebook page. Uh, the re- again, the retailer film. Uh, again, you can check out the website uh, that talks a little bit about our company, Poster Boy Productions, uh, about who we are and um, you know what our philosophy is, and um, kind of like what what our journey's been so far. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And of course, you can find the podcast everywhere that you listen to your podcast. Best place to do that is going to be on the website, rumrunnerspodcastnetwork.com. You can find links to our merch. You can find uh, the links to support us on Patreon. You can find links to our Discord, to our Reddit, to every single one of our social medias. But if you want to go there direct, you can go to... uh, at Rum Runners on Facebook and Instagram. On Facebook, you can now actually listen to all the episodes of all of our podcasts. So if you go to at Rum Runners uh, and you don't have a normal place where you listen to podcasts, you can listen to it there. Uh, Kyle, is there anything else that I'm forgetting? Uh, did you do Twitter? No, I didn't. Did you do Instagram? Yes, I did. So why don't you do Twitter? It's at Rum Pod. You can follow us on Twitter at Rum Pod. And always remember, if you ever talk to us on any of the social medias, it'll always be Kyle. No, it won't. You can talk to Kyle directly about his dreams. Bye, everybody. <laughs> it's all over. There's no place to run, even if we let you out of there. Don't do anything foolish.